Welcome back to episode of the Football Front, Season 1, Episode 38. Today we're going to be doing a bonus episode of my end-of-season power rankings. I'll probably do one more of these bef- like after the Super Bowl. And uh, that's. I'm also going to do this week, I'm going to try and do a mock draft, a news episode, and my regular weekly episode. So it's going to be busy, but let's get right into it. So to start off today's episode, we're going to get right into it with number one. I have the Titans. This is the team that I predict to win the Super Bowl. I think Derrick Henry's going to come back strong. He's going to be playing. AJ Brown, Julio Jones are phenomenal receivers. Tannehill's a good quarterback. Defense is solid enough. That's why they're the number one team for me. I don't know. You could put the Packers there. You could put the Bucks there. You could put the Chiefs there. But I'm putting the Titans in this situation. At number two, I've got the Packers. Um, The Packers, they were the other one seed. They were the one seed in the NFC. You know, they earned that position. They played really well. Aaron Rodgers is in MVP form. He probably is going to win the MVP this year again. Um, You know, take that into account. Aaron Jones has been good. Devontae Adams has been Devontae Adams. Al- Alan Lazard, I think it is. His first name, I think it's Alan. Lazard's been good. Um, You know, everything's been clicking for them. We'll have to see how they perform in the second round against the uh, 49ers, but so far, that's, you know, they're, they're, I think, the consensus number two team, if not the number one team. Up next, I've got number three, the Buccaneers. Uh, it's hard to count out Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, their arsenal of weapons. They just came off of a Huge, huge win. Like, they blew out the Eagles, as you expect. But still, they blew out the Eagles. They're in a good spot right now. They're in a position that they can win. You know, their defense is healthy. Offense isn't fully healthy. Mostly at running back, they're not healthy. But still, they've been, you know, they're going to be good enough that they can make a good run at it. Number four, we have the... Kansas City Chiefs. Again, they're the other two seed. Hard to again count that out. They are also coming off of a big win against the other seven seed, the Steelers. Uh, they beat them 42 to 21, and Big Ben's likely his last game. We'll talk about Big Ben and his kind of final performance as we get to the Steelers because I don't know. I've heard people want to hear that, so I'll talk about Big Ben. Um,. But yeah, the Chiefs, Mahomes, phenomenal. Their running back has is injured. Kyle Edwards-Lair is injured. But McKinnon played really good against the Steelers. What The Steelers are a bad run defense, but he still played really, really well. If they can keep McKinnon going, then they're going to have a chance, a much elevated chance because they have a fair run game. Um... At number five, I have the Bills. Uh, the Bills, they're a good team. They uh, had a big win in the six-degree weather over the Patriots. 
Um, they blew them out. I didn't think that would happen. I thought it would be a bit closer, but they did blow them out. It was very convincing. Josh Allen looked really good. Uh, Singletary was solid. You know, and then you still got that phenomenal receiving core that they have. Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Isaiah McKenzie. I believe that's the, you know, receiving core. It's one of the best in the league. They're, it's hard to stop. Their defense is solid enough. Offensive line solid enough. I think they can make a good run at it. But they're going to have to get through the Chiefs, which is going to be hard in this case. At number six, I have the Rams, who are playing the Cardinals tonight. Being this tonight being Monday night. Um Matthew Stafford, again, been a bit inconsistent down the stretch. We'll have to see with how we'll play tonight. That's gonna be big. Um but if he's good, the team's good. But if he's bad, the team's not good enough to beat the Cardinals. Especially if JJ Watts playing, which I'm not for right now, we will see if he plays. Um Let's see. He is expected to play in this game. Uh, yeah, it says he's expected uh, after coming off of long-time injuries, but uh, he's expected to play. So that's going to make it hard on the Rams. But still, the Rams have got a good enough defense. They can warm off on defense. But will the offense be consistent with Matthew Stafford? That's going to be the big question. He's probably got the most pressure on him. Their whole this is the in the whole uh, wild card weekend. He's got the most pressure, and probably in the whole playoffs, he's got the most pressure on him to perform at a high level. Because now he has no excuse to lose in the first round, and probably no excuse to lose in the second round with the team he has. So let's keep moving. On, we've got the Cardinals. Cardinals, Kyler Murray, good. Uh, he, you know, he can run. He can, you know, stay in the pocket. He's a great passer. I really think he's good. I've got to take a look at this because um, they do have a few injuries. We'll see if they those players are playing. Starting off with James Conner, the running back. He'd be good to add because he's at least a consistent runner. Let's see. Yes. He's still marked as questionable. Yes. Okay. So we'll still have to wait probably till game time for James Conner's decision. I, even if he is playing, he'd probably be playing on a certain snap count. But still, the addition wouldn't be good for them. And then the other one, it's DeAndre Hopkins, the big one. Will he be playing tonight? Um, he will not. But if they can make it to the second round, he might end up playing, which will be good and productive for them. Um. Anyway, still, even if DeAndre Hopkins is not playing, they have AJ, uh, AJ Green, Christian Kirk, a solid Rondell Moore, solid receiving core. If James Conner is playing, they got a good enough running team. And uh, their offensive line solid. Their defense, Buda Baker, J.J. Watt if he's playing, Chandler Jones. They're a good enough team. They can take down the the Rams. I, I'm not expecting them to, but I think they have a fair, fair shot. And it's going to be very close, I think, down to the wire. 
On to the next team at number eight. I have the Bengals. Cincinnati's coming off of a, I guess, questionable when you could call it against the Raiders. The Raiders are um, actually not the Raiders. The Bengals. Um, Joe Burrows running along, rolling out to his right to the sideline, makes a throw into the end zone. Tyler Boyd catches it, but there was a whistle in the middle of the play, meaning the play would be dead. Now, when the refs came in, they said it was a touchdown, even though the whistle had blown. I think it was a touchdown. Like, the right call was a, a touchdown. I didn't see Burrow step out of bounds. But they did blow the whistle dead. So they sh- that shouldn't be called a touchdown. It should be called a uh, out of bounds. And I think, I'm not sure, situationally, but it should have at least been under review. I, I'm not sure if that's reviewable or not. But if they could, they should have reviewed that. Because that would have at least been the fair thing to do. I do think they made the right call. But the, since the whistle blew, that made it tough on the uh, Raiders. Um. Anyway, the Bengals, Joe Burrow has been phenomenal. Jamar Chase, phenomenal. Uh, Joe Mixon's been good. Offensive lines, eh, but good enough. Their defense is solid. Not the best team, but they can put up with a lot of people with their young talent. And I think they will be able to put up with their next matchup. I forgot who it is, but I think they'll be able to put up with it pretty fairly. Um, Yeah, I believe they're... Let's see. I'm trying to think who it is that they will be up against. I think they might be against the uh, the the Titans. So well, that'll be a if they can win that, then they are no doubt going to be a really really good team in the next round because they'll be having all the confidence in the world. But we'll move on uh, to the next team. Next team for me is the 49ers. They're nine. They're coming off of a huge win against the Cowboys, which I predicted, I must say that. <laughs> um the thing is, the not the only reason though. They outplayed the Cowboys or they played with the Cowboys. But it when it came down to the last few plays, they got Cowboys got the ball back with forty five seconds left I or something like that. So with but then with fourteen seconds left, I believe, Prescott takes the snap. The uh 49ers are playing sideline defense. Trying to keep him in bounds. Dak Prescott sees all this space. He's sitting in the pocket. He's already wasted about four seconds, three seconds. He decides to run right up the middle. And then QB slide after 20 yards and there's only four seconds left. And they can't get the snap off because the official got in the way. But that was the right thing to do. They needed to spot the ball in the right spot. So they weren't able to get the snap off and the 49ers moved on. Now the 49ers I think will get beat in the next round against the uh, the Packers, but, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they can make it close. The, the 49ers have a good defense. Jimmy G's questionable. And then, you know, the rest of their offense, Debo Samuel's phenomenal. They're a good enough team to be able to put pressure on the Packers. I don't think they'll be able to pull it out, though. Next up, I do have the Cowboys who lost to the 49ers. Um. The Cowboys are still a good team. 
but they need to prove themselves in the playoffs. They have not been able to do anything when it comes to the big moments in the playoffs. And that's what my question was going into the playoffs. And I was right that they weren't ready for the spotlight or they're not, they can't live up in the spotlight. As America's team, there's a lot of pressure on them, understandably. So, as they were such a good team in the regular season, but they the pressure cracked them, I think, a little bit, and they weren't able to uh, pull out the win. Um, up at number 11, the Patriots, who got blown out by the Bills in Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, the Patriots... Mac Jones still looks like he's going to be a promising player, you know. I don't think they needed to go all the way this season. They just needed to prove that they could be and should be there in that spot. I think they did that. They proved that they are a rising team and give them like maybe two more years and they will be able to put up with a team like the Bills pretty easily. I think that's their only real thing. They're young and they need to get better, and they will, I think. That's the reason they lost. And probably the cold weather had a bit of an effect on it. Because let's be honest, Mac Jones is play, was playing at Alabama last year, and it's not necessarily six degrees in Alabama. Just kind of going to put that out there. So up next, I get the Steelers at number 12. They lost 42 21 to the Chiefs at Arrowhead. No one was expecting the Steelers to win, but the Steelers did play solid, at least in the first quarter. It was 0-0 in the full first quarter, and they were. it was a big defensive game. They held their own really well against the Chiefs in the first quarter, but you can't hold down Travis, Kelsey, Tyree, Kill, Patrick Mahomes, etc., for that long. They were able to do it for a quarter, but not many teams can put them out for a whole game. So, understandably, you know, the Chiefs were also good on defense. They were able to shut down Ben, you know, Big Ben, not the most mobile quarterback. So, they, when they got pressure, it was basically always a sack or Ben was throwing it away. That was a bit inaccurate, but, you know, he's been that a bit all season. So, Let's actually just, you know, talk about Big Ben's career, though. Uh, 18 years in the league, played pretty well on almost all of them. He had two Super Bowl rings, played played his heart out every single game. He was always, always, he was willing to sacrifice his body for the team, always. You know, you could kind of tell that by the fact that he would always wait to throw the ball. He wouldn't immediately try and get it out and avoid getting hit, he would take the hit if it was going to get them a completion. Or he would wait longer in the pocket if it would get them the touchdown. So a lot of respect to Big Ben. His body was deteriorating, though. He's been hit, like, so many times over his career. And it's understandable why he'd, you know, be a bit less, I guess, accurate and everything at this stage in his career. You know, Tom Brady's always had a good offensive line, so that's why he hasn't deteriorated as much. But I tell you, if he was playing in that kind of play style, you know, he he wouldn't have lasted as long as he is right now. 
I think the, the key to Ben's success and his sometimes lack of success was his play style. But when it worked, it really worked. You know, he, was, he wasn't going to give up easy. He, that, so ultimate respect, respect to Big Ben in his career. Um, yeah, that's about it. But, you know, we'll have to, now that he's going to be gone, we will have to see who's going to be the Steelers quarterback next year. Could it be Mason Rudolph? Could it be Dwayne Haskins? Could it be a mixture of both? Could it be the new guy that they draft, sign? That's going to be interesting to watch. Or could it be like a Ryan Fitzpatrick bridge quarterback for like one year until they can develop someone? That's going to be interesting to watch. So we'll have to pay attention to that. The other storyline out of the Steelers game against the Chiefs was Juju did come back off IR for one last game with the Steelers. Probably his last game with Steelers because I don't think he's going to want to sign back there unless they can sign Aaron Rodgers or anyone that's going to make him stay. So let's move on to the next team at number 13, the Raiders. Vegas barely made it to the playoffs. They uh, actually, I don't think they made it as long as they could beat or tie the Chargers. They were good. But they did win on the last second field goal, so they they were a significantly better team than the uh, Chargers. So let's we'll kind of say that, keep it there. But Derek Carr still hasn't gotten that playoff win yet. I'm not sure if they're going to keep him or not. But if it were me, you just keep him and try and draft a quarterback or try and sign a young guy. Get some get some younger developmental guy in there because Derek Carr can be a good mentor in my opinion but I don't think he's going to be the guy that's going to take him to a Super Bowl in any way shape or form so I think they need to get rid of Derek Carr sometime in the next two to three years um moving on number 14 the Eagles they made the playoffs as the seventh seed got crushed by the Buccaneers as expected by Basically everyone. So, you know, Jalen Hurts is going to be good, in my opinion. Devonta Smith's going to be good. You know, God, as long as Goddard's there, he's going to be a consistent tight end in the receiving game. They're a young team, but they need more star power. So, that's really the big thing for them that they need to really get. On to number 15, Colts. The Colts are a... Another team that's got a few questions now. They weren't able to beat the Jags to make the playoffs. If you can't be able to beat the Jaguars, that shows that there's something wrong. Not sure what that is yet, but my hunch is it's Carson Wentz. He wasn't, he hasn't been good enough for them to be able to even make the playoffs. They need a new quarterback. They need to sign a guy. They need someone that's in upgrade from Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is definitely not the guy, in my opinion. Up next, the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints are a solid team. We're expecting, I weren't expecting them to make the playoffs. Oh, that was cool for Grandma, but whatever. I wasn't expecting them to make the playoffs. They didn't. They just were out in the NFC. 
they need to figure out the quarterback situation. I mean, I think it, next season it's going to have to be Taysom Hill. They paid him so much money. And if he's not the starter, that's probably the stupidest decision. It probably already is the stupidest decision a GM can make. But anyway, um, for them, like the biggest question is definitely quarterback. They've got solid targets at the receiving game. You know, the new guy and I guess guess the new guy, you could say. And, uh, oh, why am I forgetting? Oh, no, no, no. Marquez Callaway. Marquez Callaway. You know, he's going to act. I think it looks like he's going to be something. So, they've got some bright spots, but they need to definitely need to improve in certain spots, specifically the quarterback position. Number 17, I got the Chargers. Barely missed out the playoffs. Lost to the Raiders on that last second field goal from Daniel Carlson. They're a good team. They're young. And, you know, they got to make the playoffs next year, though. Or else there's something wrong. I'm not sure. That, I don't think there's anything wrong yet. They're still kind of developing. But if they don't make the playoffs next year, that's going to be bad. Something's going to have to have a new coach. Something needs to be new. You know? If you go three straight years without go with the rookie of the year quarterback who's been playing phenomenal, you got good receivers, you got good defense, decent offensive line, and you're not making the playoffs, there's something wrong. They need – if they don't make the playoffs next year, they need to fix something. But I think they will make the playoffs next year. Can I say that now? They're Unless they completely blow it in free agency or some people get injured at the start of the season – I think they got a good shot at the playoffs next year. Number 18, the Dolphins. Dolphins fired Brian Flores. You know, it, it, I'm kind of shocked, but I'm kind of not. Like, they can't be getting off these, like, one in seven starts. But then you got to applaud him for getting them to these, like, eight wins, win streaks, and then just barely missing out on the playoffs. He sh- it shows that he can be a solid coach. I think he's going to find another job because there's been like six or so firings around the league. So I wouldn't be shocked to see him back in a coaching job next year. It just won't be with the Dolphins. Um, You know, Tua, it's going to be up to the next uh, next coach. Not to see. Will they uh, go after a new quarterback? I think they should keep Tua. I think they should give him one more year, though. He is a good enough quarterback. You know, Brian Flores just didn't show enough confidence in him. I think, you know, there wasn't enough confidence in Tua's abilities because the not last not this past season, but the season before that, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, oh man, you threw an interception, in goes Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, you're only thrown for a hundred yards and it's halftime. In goes Ryan Fitzpatrick. They need in to empty out the quarterback room, so it's like just him, to give him some confidence if he's going to need the starting quarterback. Because right now I think that's, you know, the main problem, injuries and confidence. Mostly confidence, in my opinion. To the next team, I got the Baltimore Ravens. In my opinion, the only reason they didn't make the playoffs is because Lamar Jackson wasn't able to play. It took a while for him to get back from that injury. He wasn't able to get back even for week 18 against the Steelers. So if they have Lamar Jackson for those past three weeks, or the last three or four weeks of the season, 
completely different. I think they're even like six or five seed. So Tyler Huntley's good, but he just def defenses don't have to be like, oh no 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 no, we're not you know, we're playing against Huntley. They're scared of Lamar Jackson a bit more than they're scared of, I guess, Tyler Huntley is what I'm trying to say. And I that's understandable. I don't think you really need to be scared of Tyler Huntley. I think he's a good quarterback, and he's shown that in these few weeks. But he's just not as good as Lamar Jackson running-wise. He doesn't pose as much of a threat, even though he's probably a slightly better passer, in my opinion. That's kind of a hot take, but whatever. Whatever. Moving on, number 20, the Browns. They've got a decision to make. Do you extend Baker Mayfield? He will be playing next season for them, most likely, because they did pick up his fifth-year option, I think, a year ago. But, 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 if he, if they're going to make a decision, it's probably going to be next season. But I wouldn't be shocked if they make it this season or have a good idea of what they're going to do with him because I don't think he's the one. He didn't play good this year. Granted, he was injured, in my opinion. It looked like he wasn't, you know, his self. But still, they need to fix something, and I think that's quarterback. I don't think Baker Mayfield is the consistent quarterback that he's needed to be. That's It's that simple. We'll move on to number 21, the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook's good. Kirk Cousins, not good enough. Their team isn't led by Kirk Cousins. He's not the guy that they need. I could see maybe Kirk Cousins going, getting traded to the Browns or something, it, just to be a bridge quarterback guy if they need one. If they decide to trade Baker Mayfield, I could see there'll be like a little swap to a desperate quarterback team, <laughs> maybe like the Giants or something. I wouldn't be shocked to see him go to a quarterback needy team. So, you know, the Vikings... Uh, Kirk Cousins, not the guy. Dalvin Cook's good. Thielen's good. Justin Jefferson's good. Yeah, their whole team's good enough, mostly. Like, but Kirk Cousins is not the guy. The defense needs to be slightly better as well. But that's about it. They're a good enough team. They are a good enough team. Number 22, the Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Just, Russell Wilson was injured. Had an off year. You know, it's those kind of things happen. It, it was going to happen at some point, no doubt in my mind. Because every team has their slump, you know, mostly. Unless you're the, or, or at least a set of years maybe, where you're still waiting. Like the Browns had the, just their whole career was a slump until last year where they actually made the playoffs and looked good. So, you know. They had their slump this year. I expected them to be better, but they at least kind of looked decent towards the end. And were, yeah, but they weren't able to pull out and make anything good happen. So I wouldn't be shocked to see Russell Wilson traded this year. I think he will be, actually. And I forgot, but what are those three destinations that he said he wanted to go? I'm going to look that up. Real quick. I think one of them was the Giants. 
it go. Just looked it up. He, let's see. Russell Wilson said he want, or sorry. Russell Wilson wants to explore his options. So, the team that he said he wants to play for were the Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, Bears. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes to the Saints. I wouldn't be shocked if he goes to the Raiders. I wouldn't be shocked if he goes to the Bears. I don't think he'll go to the Cowboys. They're going to keep Dak. Um, trying to see, because I feel like at one point he said he wanted to go to Giants or something. I'm going to look that up as well. Sorry for this. Because uh, if he goes to the Giants, that'd be huge for the Giants. Um, I mean, if the Giants can get him, they definitely should try, at least. They should try, because Daniel Jones is the guy. It, they, I mean, I think they need a bit of a refresh in uh, Seattle. I don't think Russell wants to be there, so. Um... Yeah. Okay. So that's that. We'll move on. Next team, football team. Um, they're, they're a good team. Washington, they're, they've shown the defense was a bit injured. Their defense is good. They need something, though. They need a good quarterback. Like most of these teams recently, they need a better quarterback or a better quarterback play. For Washington, Taylor Heineke's been good. Brian Fitzpatrick's going after this season, I think, under his contract. Um, Heineke was good, but he's not going to be good enough to lead them to a Super Bowl. So they either need to really improve Heineke's game or need to sign a new quarterback, draft a new quarterback, whatever ends up happening. Because Curtis Samuel, Scary Terry, Antonio Gibson, that's good stuff right there. Offensive line, solid. Their defense got Montez Sweat. Uh, oh my God, uh, Chase Young. It, they've got a solid defense. I'm, I'm not even mentioning some of these people. They've got a really good defense. Their offense is solid. If they just get a good quarterback, they're they're good. On to the next team, number twenty four, the Denver Broncos. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Their wide receivers are good. Their defense is solid. I mean, they probably should improve a bit on defense because they lost Von Miller. But if they get Aaron Rodgers, they become shooting up the list, and they are, you know, one of the better teams in football, in my opinion. If they can get Aaron Rodgers, which they might, I could see it. You know, that's that's the thing. If they get Aaron Rodgers, they're a better team. But Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, Kendall Hinton, that guy, whatever, Brett Rippon. None of them are good enough to be the answer. That's it. Moving on, number 25, uh, Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta had a solid season, better than I expected. But they're a young team. They should probably rebuild. They shouldn't be trying for the playoffs right now. 
I think they should rebuild, and that's it. That's all really they need. They need a refresh. Matt Ryan's not good enough to lead them to a Super Bowl anymore. They don't have Julio Jones. They don't have a good enough defense. They're just not a good enough team. They surprised me this season, but that's not. I don't think that's going to happen again next year, unless they make some big additions. Next up, number 26, the Bears. Uh, Chicago, Justin Fields is definitely looking good. They don't have a quarterback problem in any way, shape, or form, in my opinion. Allen Robinson, if he stays, that's good. Um, but, you know, mostly they're if Cleo Mack comes back healthy, that's good. Other than that, though, they, they need to make some additions. They need to support uh, Justin Fields as much as possible. Defense is solid. But, you know, if their offensive line can get better and they can just support Justin Fields, then they are a better team. Next up, Panthers. Panthers just need to rebuild. They need a way better quarterback. I don't know why they passed on Justin Fields and went for Sam Darnold. Anyway, they need a better quarterback. They got a decent defense. They could probably improve it. DJ Moore solid. Robbie Anderson solid. CMC, if healthy, he's good, but he's not normally healthy for them so far. Hasn't been. So they've they need to rebuild. They need to do something to save their squad, save Matt Rule from getting fired. Next, Texans. Texans surprised me. I thought they'd be like a two-win team. They they got four. They got four. And they looked good in some of the other contests. Davis Mills surprisingly might be, not the guy, but the a solid quarterback for the next few years until they can actually get the guy. Um... They did resign Burkhead, which doesn't really say much, but if they can just get better, you know, develop a bit, sign some good players, they might be decent enough to make the playoffs maybe in two years. I don't think next season unless they make some big moves, but I think two years, give them time to develop, they might have a shot at the playoffs. Number 29, the Lions, another team that was better than I expected. Actually, kind of, well, not really. Better than I expected. I expected them to be bad. Let's be honest. But then after week one, I expected them to maybe get four wins. And they got three wins and a tie. Um, I wouldn't be totally mad with that if I'm a Lions fan. It was better than basically anyone expected. So, but they just need to improve. They need better players. They don't have a standout, which every team needs their one standout player. Or at least they need to have that balanced team, but they don't have a balanced team, so that's what they need. Moving on, Giants. The New York Giants. On paper, they're a good team, but then there's Daniel Jones. He's not the guy. They need to get someone different, and I think if they can get Russell Wilson, then that would be good, but they're, you know, they're on pay If Daniel Jones can somehow improve, if he's still the quarterback next season, then they're good enough, and I think they can still have a shot but if they can even if it's not daniel jones as long as it's not mike glennon or any other bad quarterback on paper they're a good team if they can get a good quarterback then they're in i think and then the last two teams jets then jags for the jets zach wilson's got to develop their whole team's young got to develop same thing with the jags the jags were able to pull out a win in uh, in what's called, 
in uh, at home against Indianapolis. So they they're showing potential. Trevor Lawrence has been solid, but that's really it. They're they're like the last few teams. They really just need to improve at like every position because they don't have a standout player. So that's it though. That's all. 32 NFL teams. That's my power rankings. Hope you guys enjoyed, and I'll see you in my next episode.